Hello, everybody. Welcome. You're listening to Brokenness to Blessing. This is Janet Lynn Garcia. I'm so happy you're on the Brokenness to Blessing podcast today. And as an author, a speaker, and a spiritual combat life coach, something that has absolutely turned my life around, and I'm here to profess it with boldness, is renewing my mind with the Word of God on a daily basis. See, one of my favorite scriptures is Luke 4.4. It is written, man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And God said, in the beginning, let there be light, and there was light. In the very first chapter of Genesis, So I hope this word that you're going to listen to today is going to encourage your heart. It's going to transform your mind. See, we need to be in the process of mind renewal. Why do I say that? If you will look around, you are going to see so much negativity, you know, or Maybe you'll pay somebody to encourage you and motivate you. Or maybe you'll go out seeking uh, knowledge at, you know, a college and pay thousands and thousands of dollars to get knowledge in the field that you're going to pursue in as a career. You know, this is what we do in, in our, you know, in society is we pay thousands of dollars to teachers and instructors to teach us things. But why won't we go to the real source? The Bible says that God has made everything in heavens and on earth. He's made everything. And so you have to believe that wholeheartedly. And so as you would turn to God's scriptures, the sword of the spirit, the word of God, it is powerful. It is alive. The Bible says it's like a double-edged sword, meaning if if God spoke, let there be light and there there was light, you know, he spoke forth words and the thing actually happened. So if you will speak the double-edged sword of God's word, if you speak what God says, from his word, his divinely inspired word through the Holy Spirit, giving it to awesome men of God that created the Holy Bible, that created the Holy Scriptures, that created the best-selling book in all the history of the world, the God that said, let there be light and there was light, he created even all the word that we can turn and look to. But you got to believe, even Jesus said, have faith in God. So let me just pray for you because I'm going to read several scriptures and I pray that it will speak to your heart and that you'll begin to appreciate and understand that like word, the word that became flesh, it is written, man, man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word, like the word of God is what we can eat just like bread. You know, we sit down at our table. One of my favorite things with my family, one of my most important things with my family, coming from brokenness to blessing, having a severed family at the age of five. I lost my parents to divorce, or yeah, pretty much lost my parents to divorce, lost a parent from drugs and alcohol, abandoned and neglected. That is brokenness to blessing, right? 
Could I ever expect my life to ever be the same underneath my parents? So having come from a place where there was no stability and no, uh, you know, yeah, no stability and no normal, uh, normal functioning family, like we would, like I would have hoped for. What I have with my family, the Lord has restored back sevenfold. I am truly, truly grateful. I hope that you will understand the gratefulness that we must have in not losing focus on the salvation that we receive as believers. And you may not be a believer and you have an opportunity by the time this podcast is done. A 15-minute call for salvation. Today is a day of salvation. Thank you, Lord. So before I pray, I just want to say one of my favorite things to do with my family is to sit around the dining table for a dinner and talk and conversate and put away the distractions of the world, i.e. iPhone, Android phones, laptops, iPads, computers, and the TV and the like. Everything is shut down. We conversate, we sit, and we enjoy ourselves around the table. And so I pray that that would be restored in your family if you don't have that. Set yourself a rule, no electronics at the table. And so I really, I do 99.9% a good job in making sure we don't have that distraction at the dinner table. And enjoy a meal from time to time sitting at the table in your own home. That'd be wonderful. But listen, that was just a sidebar. (laughs) God bless you today. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, I pray for you now. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for those who will listen to this podcast now. I pray for those who will listen later at any time. And that the sound of my voice, they would be blessed beyond measure. Holy Spirit, I invite you now to use me as a vessel to speak your precious word into their ears that will go into their hearts and back into their minds that they would be renewed and transformed like a twinkling of an eye. And Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Three scriptures I want to read. See, the word is true and the word is powerful. Proverbs 30, chapter, verse 5. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. Do not add to his word, lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. Wow. You see... The word of God is powerful. It pierces even the joints and the marrows. It's like you hear a word like that and you're, ooh, wow, oh no. Did he just say that? Yes, he just said that. And so it gets into your heart. It gets into your spirit, man. And you decide that this is what I want to do. I want to live by God's word. I want to be changed by God's word. Please enjoy and receive correction and rebuke. You know, the Bible says that he chastised, he corrects the ones that he loves. And we must understand and receive and embrace correction. We don't like the flesh. People don't like to receive constructive criticism. It's in our flesh and in our nature to cringe and say, no, don't tell me what to do. No, don't tell me I did something wrong. No, don't tell me that I'm no good or, or I just did it wrong this way. You know, God, some, he is such a loving God. I've heard it said by an evangelist that sometimes he taps us on the hand 
like a little kid, you know, like a little toddler. No, baby, don't do that. Sometimes we get a whack on the behind, right? We need spanking. <laughs> Sometimes it's spanking. I remember getting spankings when I was a child. And, you know, it was a spanking to make sure that we remember the wrong that we're doing and to make sure that we never do it again. But it's done in love. You know, a parent disciplines their children because they love them and they want, don't want to see them going down the paths where the wolves are lying, are lying in wait or the jackal or the fox against their prey, right? So we want to avoid the trickery and the deception that the adversary, our enemy, is after us every single day. Most importantly, as a believer, he's only going to attack us with a lie. That's why it's important to know the truth of God's word and to use your sword against him. It is written, tell him, it is written. Devil, you can't come with me at this light. It is written, man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And when he knows that you know it, then he will not come at you with the same stuff, the same N-O, M-O, steal, kill, and destroy. But I'm not going to say that he's not going to try to come in again. He's going to try to come in one way through your house. He's going to come, try to come in one way through your mind. He's going to come in one way through your heart. And the Bible says it's like a fiery dart. That's why you have to have your shield of faith. You have to have your breastplate of righteousness. You have to have your helmet of salvation, the belt of truth, and your shoes of, uh, shoes of peace. Shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, the word of God on your lips. Because it's powerful against him. It is so powerful. I'm not saying he's not going to try to come again some other way. But at least have discernment and be vigilant and be sober. Like the Bible says to do. See, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible. See, you could live your word, your life from the Bible and you are going to be blessed. How do I know? Because this is what he says. This is what the Bible says. The Bible says in, uh, let's see. So sorry, I lost my place. The Bible also talks about. Let's, let's read a proverb, Proverbs 21.1. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. Like the rivers of water, he turns it wherever he wishes. See, God's word is so powerful. It explains things. It shares things. He shares his heart with us. We learn to talk to him. He talks to us through the word. Psalm 48, uh, 18, 46, the Lord lives, blessed be my rock, for the God of my salvation be exalted. Exalt him, ascribe glory unto him. I guarantee your life is going to be forever changed. Psalm 18, verse 1, I love you, O Lord, my strength. See, turn it around. Don't look at your problems. Don't look at your situation. Turn your eyes and your attention on God, the sovereign Savior. I will love you, O Lord, my, my God, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Let me tell you. He has delivered me from many, many enemies. 
And I can remember as a as a teenager and in uh, in my 20s, crying out to God. The God of my salvation heard my cry, and I have cried and I have cried and I have cried. And now I only cry tears of joy and just tears of gratefulness because I remember when I was lost, and I remember when I cried out. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. I called him for the horn of my salvation. My shield and the horn of my salvation and my stronghold. He will do these things for you as you call upon him. And I recall many, many a times calling out to him and crying out so much. Why was my life such a struggle? It wasn't for me. The Bible says in Genesis 50:20 What the enemy meant for evil, he has pushed back all my enemies. What the enemy has meant for evil, God will turn it all for good. For that for my life to be saved? Yes, but for many others lives to be saved who are alive. And you're alive, my sisters and brothers. But spiritually, are you a dead woman or a dead man walking? Ask yourself this question now. If you have not professed Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life and invite him into your heart, I'm telling you now, the enemy of this world, the God of this age has been deceiving your conscience and your mind. That is why we must come. We must repent. We must turn away from the ways of the world. We must be saved into eternal life and salvation is yours this day. Will you profess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? And your spirit will open up the inheritance of the promise of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit will be deposited in you and awaken in you and you are going to walk a life that you have never imagined ever before. And the Bible says in Ephesians 3:20, "Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think according to the power that is within you, you're going to be empowered with the spirit from the most high God, and you will learn to have a linear 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 sorry linear relationship with the lord the lord our sovereign god is that not an amazing news i want to share that with you and i'm going to close with this last scripture listen to this as for my god psalm 1830 as for my god for god his way is perfect the word of the lord is proven he is a shield to all who trust in him trust in him my fellow brothers and sisters of this world be encouraged with this word this is for you will you accept him into your heart make him the lord of your life and i guarantee your life will never be the same and you just have to invite him into your heart and confess and say and write him down if you need to just say to him i'm a sinner and name all your sins if you need to he already knows but for you to confess your sin and say i want to turn i want to repent repent is not a pretty word but it is a glorious word it doesn't sound good but let me let me guarantee this that it is a glorious word and you will not just to understand 
what you will receive as you invite him into your heart, make him the Lord of your life, that you will have a glorious return of your life. It's going to change. It's going to be transformed. You'll be changed. And people will not even recognize you because you'll begin to behold the very glory that God has. The very glory is going to shine. His glory is going to shine inward and outward through your eyes, through your skin, through your body, through your continence, through every area of your body. And people will be even transformed just by being around you. And they will want to know what happened to you. What happened to you? I confess it. I have an amazing transformation in my life. Brokenness to blessing. And that's what you've been listening to today. If this has so blessed your heart, I would love to hear from you. If you need a prayer of salvation, I'm more than happy to pray that with you. You can reach me at JanetGarciaInspire.com or JanetGarciaInspire at gmail.com or reach out to me on Facebook at Brokenness to Blessing, B2B, Be Set Free. And God bless you today, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you.